Welcome to episode six of The Real Report, a podcast where we discuss the hottest news topics from UMKC's campus paper as well as the KC area. My name is Dylan Dilworth, and I'm joined in the studio this evening with Connor and Tom. How are you guys doing today? Doing good. Doing Excited. good. Yep. How are you, Dylan? I'm doing good, man. Rough week, but it's, I'm doing good. I'm doing good. Man. All right. All right, so last week we took a break from our regular content, but we are back with a booming news story today. Senator Roy Blunt is set to retire and will not run for re-election next year, and Mayor Quinn Lucas teased the idea of running for the U.S. Senate, obviously representing the state of Missouri if it were to happen. So, wow, uh, this is this is huge. This is huge. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a big deal. Roy Blunt was in there for... I think he's been in, in public service for like 40 years, something like that. He's been a senator for I think two since or three 2011. Terms. Yeah, yeah, two terms then. Yeah. Yeah, so it's been a bit. It's a big deal. And it's also kind of the death of like a normal quote unquote Republican. Um, like under normal circumstances in the past, I had been really upset with Roy Blunt about like, oh, you keep voting in this and this and this. But anymore, it's like, hey, you know, you didn't support the insurrection. So. <laughs> I guess you're normal. <laughs> you're you're somewhat okay, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. He's part of this like wave of like newer like an ins- like all these institutional Republicans that are kind of like retiring or not re- uh, running for re-election because they're worried about getting primaried uh, by somebody who's more Trumpy. You know. Mm-hmm. It's kind of interesting because you know uh, Mayor Lucas, you know, going for the uh, senator position. I believe Lucas is more affiliated with the Democratic Party, and Roy Blunt was a very uh, Republican, very conservative-type personality. So this will be kind of a, a big shift for Missouri, which has been a red state for uh, who knows how long. Well, yeah, I mean, there is yeah. that opportunity, which is nice. Because, mm-hmm. like, yeah, Roy Blunt was, you know, has been there for so long, and, you know, we've got two Republican senators. But the Republicans are always going to have a little bit of a, well, anymore, they're always going to have a little bit of an advantage just based on, you know, demographics in the state. But I think the open seat might give the Democrats a shot. So, I mean, if they can, you know, get their cusket together. <laughs> I'll just try not to say the curse word. <laughs> so if, if they can get it together, I think the Democrats really have a shot. Like, if, if it's Mayor Lucas, if it's this other guy that I was reading about earlier, I mean, it would be really great to see somebody balance out the crazy that is Josh Hawley. Yeah. <laughs> in the state of Missouri. Yeah. Man, I got I got one thing I got one thing to confess with the audience, man. I'm gonna be real with y'all. Growing up, of course, I knew about Roy Blunt because you know Secretary Secretary of State. He was like he's a part of Congress and stuff like that. But I never knew what he looked like until this announcement. Like when I saw him, I I, I pulled the Kiki Palmer. I was like, I, <laughs> like when I saw him on the television, I was like, I, like I hope I don't sound ridiculous. I don't know who this man is. He could he could be walking. He could have walked right past me on the street. I wouldn't know a thing. <laughs> Sorry to this man. Yeah, no, he's looking like just your typical conservative, pasty white old man. You know, <laughs> yeah. like you know, when I first saw the news, I thought it was a bit of a. I was like, uh oh, you know. I think I've seen too many episodes of like House of Cards or, uh, you know, because I was like, <laughs> oh, what's up? You know, what happened? Then I was like, oh, he's like seventy-one years old. Uh, <laughs> like he's probably just wants to retire. Yeah, yeah, this man like, just wants to go golfing or something. Yeah. Well, because I mean, if that's in two years, he's gonna be seventy-three running again, and then what? He's gonna be almost eighty by the time that, yeah, he that gets next out. term. You know, so uh, it's like, all right, I, I get that. Take your break. Oh, I'm worried about Greitens though. Greitens, okay, so former Not governor from Missouri, right? Yeah. Kind of, he left in disgrace after uh, some really horrific stuff. Uh, so he, uh, well, some kind of. 
okay, Olympic so, stuff. I don't know. Can okay, we get okay, on to okay, it? On okay, the okay, end? okay, okay. Well, <laughs> okay. So there's a lot going on with Eric Greitens. Okay. Um, so Eric Greitens, he did. So this is what I'm worried about. Is oh, I'm, is Eric Greitens the one? He was in the news a while ago over some like political scandal, and then yes. he stepped down. Yes. Okay, him. It's because he was going to get impeached, and then they decide he. Yeah, like for the first time in Missouri history. They like they didn't even really have a law in the books about impeachment. <laughs> so it came out that he was having an affair, which, you know, hey. But he also it was perhaps not consensual all the way and he had he was holding blackmail of like video of something against her, the woman. Oh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On top of like all this really dark money and campaign finance stuff and so like all these things kind of came together and he left kind of in disgrace, but then struck a deal later, and then he kind of got off without any legal consequences. Um, so mm-hmm. it's one of those things where he's been out of the, out of the limelight for a couple of years now, and I'm worried that he's going to run. He's saying that he might. He's like This was even before Roy Blunt dropped out. He was saying he might primary Roy Blunt, like go against him, because he's very Trumpy. That's and scary. Uh, So that's the guy that I'm worried about. Yeah. No, dang. So, he's saying he, so he's saying he might pop out. Yeah, I, so so far it's been like I think it's Steve Schmidt, um, who's like the Secretary of State. Uh, so he's probably going to announce that he's going to run in the Republican uh, primary. I don't know, whatever. Like Steve Schmidt used to be a moderate, and then all of a sudden got real Trumpy, just like a lot of people. But Greitens scares the hell out of me. I don't, I don't like it. <laughs> like, yeah, I mean, if anything we've learned in the past four years is this crazy politicians. They 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 can make their way into office, and, that, and that's. But yeah, a scary thought. So yeah, if given the choice between Eric Greitens, you know, possible raper, and Quentin Lucas, I mean, Quentin Lucas is obviously <laughs> the answer. If Quentin <laughs> Lucas loses to that, <laughs> there's no hope for for this country, man. Yeah. But but it's a uh, what's it called? But you know the uh, what's it called? The Senate he has to win the whole well, not the whole state, but a majority of <laughs> of the state and. Back uh, back when I was in elementary school, when uh, was because it when Obama was running back in '08, right? Uh, in school, they was teaching us that Missouri was a swing state. Yep. And then so I'm, I pulled up the the that voting used, history. It used to be true. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I pulled up the <laughs> voting history. So yeah, so '76 uh, Democrat, '80 uh, through '88, those three elections were Republican, and then it flipped to blue in '92 and '96, and then 2000 and 2004. Uh, it flipped back to Republican, and then the 08 election in school, it was like Missouri's a swing state. Missouri is, you know, is important, da da da. But we've been red ever ever yeah. since. Um, but you know, Quentin, you know, Quentin Lucas, um, if he if he runs, you know, of course he's the. I'm pretty sure he can win Missouri, Missouri. I don't know exactly. <laughs> he'll like, yeah, he'll like, cause yes. if you're, if you're, if like, if you're from, if you live in or you're from Missouri, you know, there's a difference between Missouri and Missouri. Yeah. Uh, it, so it's, a, it's not just a pronunciation; it's a cultural divide. Yep. <laughs> like, yeah. So Quinn Lucas, I'm like, I'm pretty sure he can get KC. He can get uh, St. Louis, and then Columbia uh, voted blue this past yeah. election. They're a little blue dot. Yeah, you know, the little blue dot. And you're like, Niffy can dabble in some more highly populated areas like the Springfield. Uh, Springfield's so, pretty conservative. I was like, he's not going to get a lot of votes in the boot heel, you know? Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, I was like, oh, I'm like, what about if he tried to dabble in, like, Cape Girardeau and stuff like that? But I'm like, nah, he ain't like Cape, Cape Girardeau. Girardeau nah, is nah, the nah, home nah. of Rush Limbaugh. <laughs> oh, God, yeah. I was like, like that is not going to happen. It's like, he, like, he, <laughs> like the, the blue part of the state are those three major cities. I'm like, but I'm like, he's going to have to capture 
some steal somewhere else. Yeah. Well, so, I mean, that's kind of the way that politics has kind of started to break down is, like, the Democrats always win cities. The conservatives always win rural areas, you know. And then, so the suburbs are, like, the real battleground. So it's like, if Lucas could appeal to the suburbs, yeah. You know, I think he's got a real shot. Especially, again, if he's running against a crackpot, um, yeah. I think that helps. I mean, if he runs against, you know, a boring-ish conservative, I think that boring-ish conservative has a really good shot. But mm-hmm. if they... If they mess around and nominate somebody crazy, I think Mayor Lucas or a Democrat in general could have a good shot. Just because I think a lot of these, I mean, like in the last election in 2020, I mean, you see a lot of that stuff that like in the suburbs, that's that was the real shift. And you saw them start voting for Biden, start voting for all these, well, I mean, not all, but started voting for quite a few different uh more democratic, more liberal candidates. Whereas in 2016, you know, those people were build that wall, lock her up, you know, and then, you know, they got their medicine and they realized I made a mistake. (laughs) Either that or, you know, maybe they sat out the time before. Yeah. But for whatever reason, yeah, the suburbs, I think is if, if Lucas can appeal to the suburbs, I think, I think he's got a shot. Yeah. It was nice to see in the 2020 election, Johnson County, you know, where I live, it it was a little blue dot in the sea of red that was Kansas. So it was, yeah. I think the suburbs, like yeah, they got a good chance to swing blue and give uh, Lucas the support he needs. I and like we were talking about earlier, he, he's just he's a politician. He knows how to work a crowd. He knows how to work a room. He he's got that charisma. He's young. He he's smart. He's got a great story. Yeah, got a really good story. Really good story. Um, I. I, I hope so. Like I think he's got a good shot if he goes up against the Greitens guy. That awful, awful craziness. It's like it almost sounds like a plot from a Parks and Rec episode. You know, yeah. you, got, you, you, got, you have the clear winner of like Leslie Nope, the good yes. all-around person, yes. going up against the trash human trash bag. A hundred percent. Eric Greitens is Jeffrey Jam. Yeah, yep. One hundred. Yeah. Yeah. I pulled up the election, uh, Missouri election results from the past election. So 56.8 of the state voted Republican and 41.4% voted Democrat for for the presidential seat. Are you talking about in 2020? Yes. Yeah, that's not awesome. Uh, Granted, that's better because I think it was in 2016 he won, Trump won by like 19% or something like that. This is again just because uh, I was I was reading about uh, uh, Jason Kander uh, not running, and so Jason Kander kept it pretty close in uh, 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, because like there's a pretty substantial group of people in in Missouri that voted for Trump, and then two years later voted for Jason Kander. Like a, I want to say like 16 percent or something like that. Like that's not. Like, it's weird that those people exist, you know, because we think of ourselves as like super divided and all that stuff, but it's. In theory, I mean, those people out there are there, and I, I think they're in the suburbs. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> okay. they, are, they are coming from the services. I see them driving around. They're around. Yeah. All right, so I did the math real quick based off of the numbers. So if, uh, so if yeah. it was the same amount of people and they voted the same way as they did right. for the presidential seat, Quentin Lucas would have to, uh, to get it even 50-50, 465,722 votes. So it sounds like it, I don't know because like it seems like a lot, but at the same mm-hmm. time, this is throughout the whole entire state. Right. Right. Yeah, and I mean, there's a number of ways. I mean, there's a whole industry dedicated <laughs> of like trying to figure, you know, because part of that's turnout, part of that's persuasion, you know, yeah. like so it's you got to get your people to the polls, but then you also got to, you know, people that normally wouldn't vote for you necessarily, you at least got to try to talk to them. I mean, 
Yeah, like what you were saying earlier, though, like Lucas is like a really uh, gregarious, really charismatic guy. He does a little double talk. Mm, a little bit. <laughs> uh, yeah. Which is, what you know, whatever. Um, but, yeah, he's got – It's it, it, Bill Clinton was really big into that. Like, whereas, like, he was just real sharp. Like, I, okay, so you were talking about, like, in 2008, I did some volunteer work uh, for in the uh, Obama campaign. And, I mean, I was way in <laughs> on the guy. Bill Clinton came to town, and I watched a speech that he gave um, just because I was like, well, it's Bill Clinton, you know, in support of Hillary. And, again, I am, like, working for <laughs> the, camp, the Obama campaign. And I was sitting there like, He's making some great points. I don't know if he's got the experience. <laughs> like Bill Clinton's good, very persuasive, and uh, you know he's really good at that sort of thing. And so that's what I'm getting at is Mayor Lucas kind of has some of that to him as well. And so you know if he can get his message out, whether that's through paid advertising, whether that's through whistle stop tours or whatever it is he's got to do to get his message out, if he can get it out, I, I mean I think he's got a shot. I mean because what he's done in Kansas City, I mean he hasn't been there that long, but I mean I don't think he's done anything necessarily that's. And, you know, egg on his face either. Yeah, you know? no, he, like we mentioned earlier, he has a really good story. Mm-hmm. And I think that's really important as, as a politician. That's one of the, that's a big thing as a politician. Oh, yeah. And he's just likable. Like, I really started to pay attention to him, like, just this past year and just seeing him speak. He's just so well-spoken. And yeah, he's great. <laughs> he's out with the people. I've seen him out, like, with the protest in this past oh, summer. Yes. Yeah. So he was out with, uh, you know, out with the protest. Uh, me, I'm from uh, I'm from St. Louis, so of course, like I'm here for school, so he had my attention. But as far as like research goes, you know, I was still uh, I was still doing an absentee ballot for St. Louis uh, at that time. So he, of course, he had my attention. He like, but he didn't have my full undivided attention. Uh, so and then plus, he's only been in office for at this point two years. Yeah, so I know he, like, focuses a lot on the homelessness, and, like, I think that's a—I mean, it's kind of hard to go against, you know, hate the homeless, so, you know. (laughs) 2019, he was elected in 2019. Oh, 2019. 2019. Okay, so two years, yeah. Yeah, So he's been—I think he's been making a really good name for himself, and, you know, he's got a lot of good thoughts. Like, he'd have my vote if I was in Missouri. Yeah. Yeah. So if he he runs and he does win— Missouri has never had an African-American senator. So what would this mean for the black Missourians? Uh, as, a, as a black man myself, I guess I'll lead this off. <laughs> yeah, I was like, let me Thomas White, <laughs> white savior, come in and tell you. <laughs> but yeah, um, it will mean a lot because representation goes, uh, goes a long way because it's one thing to, uh, like, you know, of course, when you're growing up, it's like, oh, you can be whatever you want to be. You can be the president of the United States, da 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 da. But then back in 08, when Obama got elected, you know, that was like that spark of hope. It's like, oh, we can for real become the president yeah. of the United States. And so this will just be like an example and inspiration for hope for people that want to go into politics, in, whether it's from Kansas City or Missouri in general, where it's like, okay, I'm like, we actually had one. So it is. Of course, we know it is possible, but, like, it is possible that reassurance of it has, you know, happened. You know, just I'm going to stray off a little bit, but uh, I'm, I'm going to bring it back. So, like, you know, like representation on on screen, it was like when Black Panther was a huge success. Because it's like, yeah, yeah we finally yeah. have a black superhero, well, an original black superhero, not a white superhero. And it was like, we're just going to make him black. Yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? That's just why, like, you know, we like Miles Morales because Miles Morales is his own original person. It's not 
black Peter Parker. You know, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I'm I'm gonna bring it back. No, I think that's a good point though. I mean, people go to movies to see themselves. You know, mm-hmm. like more often than not, that's the demographics they're going after is literally what's presented on screen. So I mean, yeah, yeah if you translate that to politics, if you translate that to you know positions of power, I think that's the case. I mean. As a straight white male, I don't I don't really have this, you know, like it's one of those like it's it's what like I when I talk to my wife about stuff, you know, about like, you know, we were big Warren supporters this last time around because, you know, she, you know, will talk about like how that representation would be helpful. It would be, you know, it would you know, inspire a new generation and that sort of stuff. So for me, it's a, it's a, a thing that I didn't consider until later in life, because why would you, you know, like, <laughs> just like, oh, well, I don't that affect me, you know. Right. And then yeah. you have to you know, kind of take a step back and go, yeah, representation probably matters a little yeah. bit. Yeah. <laughs> like, yeah, it probably helps to, you know, to see a familiar face or a like-minded or a like uh, face. Yeah, because, like, you know, we'll, like, because, you know, when people see themselves in a position, you know what I'm saying, they, they feel seen, they feel heard, and it's like, if uh, Mayor Q does, you know, get in, it was like, yo, I'm like, well, I'm like, he, you know, we're going to feel seen, we're going to feel heard, not just like, oh, well, I'm like, dang, like, we wasting our time, like, you know, you know, da-da-da-da-da-da, like, you know, that, that representation, you know, does, you know, it does matter, feel, like, feel seen, feel heard, feel empowered, you know, all of that. I haven't felt that way just Kansas City v. St. Louis. <laughs> like, whenever we had Claire McCaskill, I was like, oh, she's from KC. It's nice to have a, K- you know, a, re- a KC representative, uh, you know, represent the state versus, you know, all these St. Louis and Southern Missouri people. Just to. Because <laughs> <laughs> you guys, on the St. Louis side, those St. Louis politics are something. <laughs> yeah. You guys are. Oh, yeah, man. I'm not, I'm not going to get, I'm not going to get into this, uh, this past, uh, this past uh, election, but. You know what I'm saying? We got shout out to Cory Bush, man. Uh, she might run. Yeah. She didn't rule it out just the other day, just yesterday or the day before. So she might. Yeah, she might. And then it's up to the it's up to the um to the party to decide who to nominate, right? Uh, well, so more yeah. or less like yeah. There's like in Missouri's races anyway, there's usually only like only two or three uh in the nomination process. Um they usually kind of shake it out to only try to do two. Um, it can get up to like five sometimes, but then they, you know, we'll have the nomination process or whatever where we'll all, go, well, some people will go vote. Almost nobody votes in the primaries. Uh, <laughs> it's unfortunate. I see, you know, I, I live right next to my polling place, so it's easy to remember. I'm like, oh, it's right. Yeah. <laughs> they're letting me know. <laughs> I walked the dog yesterday and they, you know, I see the vote tomorrow if it signs or whatever. Yeah. So they'll vote on that. And then after that, they'll have the general election. So it'll be, you know, if I were to guess, I would say Eric Schmidt, since Jay Cre- Jay Ashcroft didn't he he came out and said that he wasn't going to run. It's probably Eric Schmidt on the Republican side, although I still worry about Greitens. And on the Democratic side, it's kind of wide open. So that's part of the reason why I think when Lucas is thinking about it, because he's like, "Hey, you know, if they put up a crazy, <laughs> I could win this thing." Or you know, even if he loses, he's not up for re-election for a couple of years anyway, so he doesn't like lose his mayor seat if he loses so really it doesn't hurt him either way outside of you know maybe his pride or take away his time or whatever but i don't see why not i think he should run i agree and kind of touch on what we talked about earlier is um you know what would this mean for black missourians in this past election like you know black voters they were showing up and that's how you know and we got biden like i think yeah. We keep that momentum up, or we, as I say, <laughs> we, as I say, as a straight white male as well. <laughs> um, if black voters can keep that up, um, 
Yeah, I, Lucas has got a got a real shot. So, good Godspeed, my man. <laughs> yeah, I mean, to almost any Democrat, but yeah, yeah, especially in Missouri. Yeah, it's it's a real shame because you were talking about that earlier. I mean, we used to be the bellwether state. Like I remember, you know, same growing up and then being like, Missouri always chooses whoever wins president. <laughs> you know. <laughs> And then uh, for some reason in 2008 that was different, and uh, and then from there it's been it's been yeah, downhill. Just, yeah, yeah, just red. You know, like so. I don't know if it's just population displacement or what that is. But, yeah. Um, and another thing I want to bring up uh, the new generation of voters because I know because mm-hmm. I know for mm-hmm. myself I couldn't vote in the 2016 election because my birthday was in December after. Yeah. Uh, so I, I couldn't vote. I was 17 at the time. Like so, this next you know election. Uh, period. There's going to be a group of people that have come in. So, as far as the new voters go, like, how do y'all think that will impact that? I mean, because of they, course there's going to be new voters on both sides. Yeah. Hey, if they show up, I mean, like every generation is more liberal than the next. Like, even just from like socio teaching. Like, I, I <laughs> there were two seventh grade girls that got into an argument, and I was like, "What's going on?" And she was like, "She called me transphobic." And I would never. And I was like, wow, you guys are way more advanced. Wow. Than your social issues. <laughs> My <laughs> goodness. Than I could have ever imagined at seventh grade. So that's what I'm saying. Like, every generation gets a success more and more progressive. And so, I mean, yeah, the more young voters that show up, I mean, I think that helps the Democrat. I think that helps, you know, if that's Lucas or if that's this other guy, Lucas Kuntz, uh, who might run. Um, yeah, if it's either of them, I mean, the only problem with young voters is they don't usually show up. And I hate to say that, you know, but it, no, it's true. It's, it's, it's unfor- yeah, you know, so it's like, you got to figure out a way to, you know, get those people to the polls, get yeah. them to register. Yeah. Get them to register well, make it pass yeah. voter suppression. Yeah. 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 Well, I don't know why, you know, like we're automatically, I mean, we're all dudes. So like we're automatically, um, you know, register for the draft at 18. Why not just go ahead and register us to vote? I don't yeah. understand. Like, why do you got to add these extra little? Because <laughs> right, I'm a for for those of you all that's that's either listening, that's either just turned 18 or about to turn 18. I'm gonna tell you how simple it is to get registered to vote. How I got registered to vote, I couldn't believe it was this simple. Super yeah. easy. Yeah. I was at the DMV. I was renewing my license, and then they was like, "Are you registered to vote?" I said, "Nope." And he's like, "Would you like to register to vote?" I said, "Yeah." And I'm like, yeah. And then she just said, okay. And then I was like, all right, where's the papers and stuff I got to fill out? She was like, oh, nothing, just a click of a button over here. <laughs> and I was like, for real? And then they were like, yeah. And then they was like, all right, boom, you register to vote. You get your voter card in the mail in like two, three weeks. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's it? Yeah. If you're renewing your permit or you're review- yeah, not reviewing, renewing your license, just at, even if they don't bring it up, just be like, yo, can I register to vote here? And then it's literally, at least in Missouri, mm-hmm. click of a button. Yeah. I, I mean, even then, like, if you don't go to the DMV or whatever, like just look Googling it, like it yeah. just it'll take you to a link and there you go. It takes ten minutes max, maybe. Oh, if did. probably less than that, if anything. Like I can't remember. I went through like a a link like uh, Discord. Mm-hmm. They were sending out links back during the twenty eighteen midterm election, so I was like, hey, I should probably get involved with politics. So I clicked on that, and it's super simple. Yeah. I mean, what I've been doing is just getting a cup of coffee and going to vote, and it's wonderful. You Mm -hmm. have yourself a little cup of coffee. You listen to the the chatter of the randos around you (laughs) uh, because sometimes it's interesting depending on the time of day you go. Mm -hmm. No, I enjoy voting. I do it all the time. I vote for local stuff. I vote for 
stuff that no one cares about. <laughs> <laughs> well, but that's the thing is like because it all starts local. I mean, mm-hmm. like because everybody shows up for presidents, you know. But what what really affects you is your mayor, is your city council, is your school council, is all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And you know, same with who your senator is. Is a you know the people who stayed home didn't vote for Claire McCaskill last time probably have regrets about January seventh. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? Was that picture with the fist came out, you know, with Josh Hawley. I think people probably were yeah. like, why did I not vote? Yeah. <laughs> I can't believe this person uh, represents me. <laughs> and then also the importance of, uh, you know, Missouri flipping blue. That's another seat in the Senate as well. Yeah. So we would, uh, what's called it? So, well, we as in Democrats. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah uh, we're, all, we're just making some rampant assumptions. <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. are you talking about? <laughs> so yeah, the the Democrats <laughs> would get a proper a proper majority without having needing the yeah. vice president to come in and break the tiebreaker. Yeah, I mean, I'm just saying, if Georgia can flip blue, Missouri, come on. Oh yeah, <laughs> like get it together. Like Ms. Georgia saved, you know, the stuff that just passed here recently with the uh, the you know 1.9 trillion dollars. Yeah, trillion dollars. Yeah, your new STEMI. That's Georgia. <laughs> Turned blue. <laughs> like, uh, when you said STEMI, it's like just the social media because you know there's a mm-hmm. there's a rapper named Moneybag Yo, and then so now people on social media are calling Joe Biden Moneybag Joe. <laughs> <laughs> That's great. That's great. Good for Joe. <laughs> do you think he knows it? Do you think anybody's told him? I think his grandson came up and was like, "Hey, on Twitter or TikTok." No. <laughs> I, I just they probably got some social media. He didn't strike me as all that. It'll probably come to his attention sooner. Really. <laughs> yeah, yeah someone sure. will bring it up to him. Yeah, yeah, it's in his briefing. Yeah, <laughs> right alongside what's going on. So your money bag, Joe? Now, <laughs> <laughs> just so, so you Matt, know, Kamala, Kamala Harris just coming in telling him that, like, <laughs> hey, for the reelection, let's lean into this money yeah. bag Joe thing. <laughs> <laughs> It was like, let's see if we can, uh, you know, like, money bag Joe. I'm like, where the stimulus money resides. <laughs> but um, back to topic, man. Um, what has Lucas done for KC already that you think would benefit the state of Missouri? We kind of touched on it a little bit, but, like, yeah. more in depth. Yeah. Well, I mean, like, his values and priorities, I think, are in the right place. But, I mean, like, unfortunately for him, he didn't have that much – time before covid really kind of messed things up yeah that, that put a real <laughs> yeah like, but i think he's, he's still done kinda yeah, handling yeah, still... it fairly well yeah yeah uh i know we've got our thoughts about the <laughs> the restaurants and bars opening up yeah. but honestly i think at the beginning i remember being you know pretty impressed with him with how he was handling it so yeah. i yeah, that and then the stuff that uh, I noticed. I know he was talking about uh, transportation, like making public transportation free. I think that's cool. You're like, yeah, so right now uh, you don't have to pay anything to ride the bus. You just hop on. Uh, so that's one thing uh, was because that's been pushed through at least. I mean, the homelessness stuff is – I mean, because he was homeless at one time. Right. You know, Moved um, around a lot. Yeah, I he's guess. not necessarily from wealth. Uh, and, you know, that's kind of – not necessarily the third rail in politics, but I mean it, it's almost it almost is it's like, like talking almost about essential, yeah. Yeah, like well, I'm talking about like poverty is a really hard thing for a politician to get into because you know those people don't have power. Uh, you know what I mean? Like so, like it's the corporation, it's the wealthy, you know, donate donor class that have power, and so they're the ones who are usually catered to. So like whenever you 
start talking about you know poor people and trying to help them it's nice and it's really great but like it doesn't help you politically and so for him to do that or at least try to do that is you know it's telling as to like who he is and like what his priorities are yeah it feels kind of like the everyman you know yeah it's kind of respectful you know i like that well i mean also you know opening up the warming shelters uh whenever we had that really bad cold snap or like bartle hall and yeah yeah, like that was a really that was i was really impressed with that i remember it yeah so I mean, yeah, he's done some stuff. I think he's he's super sharp. I think he has a forget where he has an Ivy League, you know, degree. He's a really smart yeah. guy. I want to say it's Harvard. Yeah, it's one of those. Yeah, yeah. I know. I know he went to Wash U for the bachelors. Oh, you would, St. Louis. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Three more folks stand up. <laughs> yeah, it's the well, they, it's the Harvard of the Midwest, right? Isn't that what they call it? Uh, Wash U. Gay, gay, uh, what's it called? Oh, you talking about uh, Wash U? Sorry, I thought you were talking about the city of St. Louis. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm not saying I'm like not St. Louis, the gateway to the West. <laughs> you know what? You say that. I I have a bone to pick. If, you've played Oregon Trail, right? Oregon Trail. The game. I don't. I probably have a while ago. I've seen the memes about it. <sighs> I'm sorry. You guys are making me feel super old. <laughs> <laughs> Point is, in Oregon Trail, <laughs> you're going, you're traveling west right. on the Oregon Trail. It's you know, early computing, <laughs> really lo-fi uh, computer game. Um, you start in Independence, Missouri. So I'm just saying that arch needs to be moved. <laughs> That's the gateway to the west. So says the Oregon Trail. <laughs> Thoughts on. Uh, Roy, uh, Roy Blunt, uh, on who, who he will endorse? Because oh. do, do you think he has a specific candidate that he's gonna endorse, or do you think he's gonna endorse whoever the Republican Party, uh, you know, appoints for the running? That's a good question. Because he's because I mean, he has some he has some influence he really since does. he's been in there for right. forty plus years. Yeah, and his dad and then, was a politician too. So. Yeah, so a lot of people so a lot of people that voted for him will listen to what he has to say. Like so, you know, his cosign is going to be very valuable for the um, you know for the Republican Party. I mean, like we kind of mentioned earlier, he voted against the insurrection or, or not voted, but like he was not in support of it so he showed up to the inauguration yeah he showed up the inauguration (laughs) he's not gonna i i have a just based on that i don't think he's gonna endorse the the greiton guy that you you know you told us about so i think he probably he probably endorsed some more boring you know the the usual just conservative yeah candidate yeah i think his endorsement definitely matters i think what would be interesting is if him and uh you know 45 (laughs) uh i just I've been trying to say his name less. Uh, if, if, uh, if, yeah, if Trump and Roy Blunt back two different candidates, I think that would be mm, very split interesting. The vote. Yeah, I think that'd be very interesting. Well, it's just then now you've got that interparty fight, and yeah, I think that'd be interesting. I wonder if that would happen. I mean, it could because they are kind of different schools of thought. Like, is Roy Blunt like a, like we were saying earlier is like an old school conventional Republican? Like now is considered you know moderate but like but was like you know like a george w like straight line like just votes you know against unions votes against wage increases votes against abortion you know things like that votes for guns votes for you know like it it was just if you had a standard republican conservative thing 100 percent. like if you just had like a cardboard cutout of a conservative roy blunt (laughs) it's roy blunt right like he's just you could say that he was principled because he, I mean, he stuck to it. It's who he was the whole time. But yeah, so you you have that versus, you know, Donald Trump. So those are two different, that's the two warring sides of the party. So it would be interesting to see 
if uh, the two of them, I mean, I'd kind of like to see it just because I, I think it hurts the Republican Party and <laughs> their chances. I'd really like to see, you know, a, a Mayor Lucas or some Cory Bush, almost anybody with a D next to their name. Uh, as, as a uh, as a uh, U.S. senator from Missouri, because I mean, just a, you need something to counterbalance Josh Hawley. Good lord! Yeah, yeah. Twenty twenty two is going to be very interesting because you have three different cosines on behalf of the Republican Party. You have uh, you have forty fives cosine. <laughs> you have Roy Blunt's cosine, and then you have Josh Hawley's cosine. So you have three different cosines. Mm. And uh, so, you know, that's either going to be very beneficial for the Republican Party or very troubling for the <laughs> Republican Party. So yeah. it's going to be up to the, the Democrats to if it does cost up for the Republican Party, it's going to be up to the Democrats to swoop in with a plan and try to take advantage of that. Yeah. Just, you know, have some ideas, communicate them, <laughs> like get yeah. them out there. You know, like I think Lucas can do that for uh, sure. Get the yeah. co- uh, get the cosign from Obesey, bro. Yeah. <laughs> get, the, get the Obama, aka Obesey, <laughs> cosign. Well, see, the, part of the thing is, I feel like Roy Blunt left because he thought it was a safe time to leave. Because he thought that, you know, with the trends, the trends in politics are always like, okay, so presidential election, whoever wins, two years later, the other party wins usually. Yeah. So. I think Roy Blunt was like, okay, this is a safe time for me to leave and the Republicans will be fine. And I really hope that's not true. <laughs> like, I really, really hope that one of these guys. I mean, Jolie Justice was cool. We could have her be our mayor after Lucas is a senator. I'd be down with that. <laughs> like, I, I mean, I've enjoyed having him as a uh, mayor, but I'd rather have him as a senator. Mm-hmm. Hey, any, any, other, any other wild, loose thoughts? <laughs> I, I think that about sums it up for me. <laughs> wild loose thoughts i was like well uh, on the subject or whatever's coming through your mind <laughs> in the moment the right now of consciousness <laughs> oh man okay so that brings us to an end of today's episode of the rue report you've been listening to dylan tom and connor discuss mayor quinn's lucas possible run for missouri senator you can listen to the rue report every friday on your streaming platform of choice We'll catch you next week. If you take anything from this episode, please make sure you register to vote. Or if you're not registered, go register to vote. I'm Dylan Dilworth signing off. I'm Connor Stewart. Have a good night and be safe. (laughs) I'm Tom White. It takes like two seconds. Register to vote.